Welcome to episode 10 of the TV Autopsy, slicing its way through the series you love. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello, hello. It's a Robbie Burns night tonight. Oh, do you, you know what? This is no um, reflection on Scotland, but I've never liked Burns Night. And it's Why? because, I think it's because I find the whole kind of time of year quite depressing. And I just I just find it a very difficult night. And I was really excited today. A difficult night? I know. I to, always have have. A, to have a weed know, time time of whiskey? I know. Well, I, don't, I, don't do, I don't do it, but it's, it seems really odd. But you know what? Today, I thought, oh, my God, I've got through January and I've missed Burns Night. Brilliant. And oh, then, no, and then, now Deborah's just and then, wasted and then, it upon well, you. Beforehand, it was like everyone started talking about it. It's like, oh, no. So, yeah. There is nothing depressing about Bird's Night. Is it, isn't Robbie Burns a bit depressing as a poet? What the... No. Is he not? No. You know, can you give us a bit? Get yourself educated. We timidest... We didn't do, um, did do Scottish poetry at our school. Well, I obviously, I was in Scotland up until the age of eight, so, you know. So, go on then. Give my, it my, my, <laughs> my ancestry goes back hundreds and hundreds of years. Well, well, everybody's ancestry goes back hundreds and hundreds of years. How do you think we got here? Just what a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> sentence. <laughs> In Scotland, Deborah, in Scotland. Yes, in the, the, the Midlothian <laughs> Edinburgh area. Hundreds of years back, I've managed to trace back. So we got um, we got you um, an ancestry gift, didn't we? Uh, like a what what is it? What does it how does it work? Ancestry.com. Yeah, do you just put your name in and it does it all for you, or do you have to do stuff? No, you have to do your you have to do your digging, you have to have some information, and then you get hints and you go further back in it's like the crystal maze. It's very good, and uh, yeah, I've I've managed to go back to the fourteen hundreds, and have I, you really? Absolute purebred. Hold on a minute. Are you related Are to you a sure? king yet? Because uh, <laughs> you, you definitely you haven't you, you haven't missed anything and just got back to you've got a clear line back. To the I am the husband. first member of my family to be muddied by different blood, uh, i.e., non-Scottish oh, blood. That makes sense. By having the Spanish. Uh, mud <laughs> mixed in, uh, but yeah. But I don't want to say the term mud blood because it's very offensive. Apparently, apparently so. <laughs> I have a mud blood. I think I think Deborah went there first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you what, that's a wonderful segue to start us off with our little um, Christmas review, which is a bit late, I guess. But we're just going to talk a little bit about all some of the things that we've been watching recently. And yeah. I thought I would, we might as well kick it off with the Harry Potter reunion. Did anyone watch that? I did. I did. I did. Wonderful. I mean, f- for starters, flipping heck, who would have thought it's what, like 20 years? 20 years. Yeah. I, I had a little blub, a little tear. Did you? It what, was what, quite what? emotional in place. It was emotional. Yeah. Okay. Okie <laughs> dokie. stone. Who, who do you think? Uh, came across. Do you, all right, hold on. What was better, Friends reunion, Harry Potter reunion? Uh, oh, probably. Oh, well, the Harry Potter reunion did not have Justin Bieber in it, so it's already in the. <laughs> yeah, that was all a bit weird, though. That was, um, and a, uh, you know, James Corden doing his thing. Oh yes, Corden ruined it. Um, who did? Who do you think came off? Who do you think came out the best then in the Harry Potter world? Oh, I don't think any of them came out 
badly, though, did they? No. Really? Julie Walters did. She didn't bother turning up. Rude. <laughs> well, there were Rude. a few people that were missing. Um, yeah, the guy who played um, the uncle. He wasn't in it. Well, he's dead. Sirius Black? No. No, he was in it. The other one, yeah. Richard. Um, Richard. Yeah. He's he's dead. He died, didn't he? Oh, yes. Well, just yeah. I mean, he could be excused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I quite like <laughs> that. I was very intrigued by the relationship between Griffith. Hermione and uh, Malfoy. Yeah. Hanging out all the time. Well, she had a massive crush on him, didn't she? Yeah. He was a couple of years older, which is massive when you're that age. Yeah, yeah. And they'd um, love each other. I don't yeah. I, I don't know if I very... really bought the thing that she was going to leave either. I think that was probably... But I remember that. She was, I think she was, I think there was a risk. I bet she got yeah, 17, so many 18. more millions to stay. Yeah. It was very, because it was just after that. So it was when the contract broke, I imagine, wasn't it? But she'd already made an awful lot of money. So know, you've kind you of got to think enough if, money. if she's in a bad place because of it and it's not, She's kind of shirked acting as well, hasn't she? I think she's going down the more active. The Beast. Yeah, yeah. She's done a few bits, but she's not. I mean, she's not like Daniel Radcliffe in absolutely blooming everything and controversial opinion. He was never Harry Potter for me. What? No. Who was Harry Potter for you? I I don't know, but I deeply disliked him. Is Harry oh Potter. my God, that's a bit harsh. Oh, deeply disliked. You know is, 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 is I don't think strong. he can act. Oh, oh come yeah, on. Yeah, but we all thought that. That's a horrible thing to say. You, you know, know what? When I watched first... the first couple of films. Sorry, Deborah. I watched the first couple of films just before Christmas. And I thought those, everyone criticises, those kids were brilliant. Hermione was brilliant. And Rupert Grint was brilliant. And all the other kids were brilliant. Well, I, I see, I disagree. I, I mean, we, when we went to see it, first of all, we very noticeably thought the kids were a bit shit. Um, and obviously everyone else, you know, all the adults, all the, 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 the legends that there are uh, in Harry Potter were You amazing. obviously haven't taught enough but bad... Hermione, for me, was never right. She see, Hermione, for right. me, was the embodiment. Emma was the embodiment no. of Hermione for me. I was just like, that is wow, exactly I as see... I imagined her. I imagined her more like Marmalade Atkins, a bit more buck-toothed. Properly frizzy hair, not you know, not notably crimped with a crimper hair. That kind uh, of thing. Well, she started off with frizzy but, hair. I think you've all been. In the bit... end, Emma Watson is amazing, Pick and it. and I love her. You know, in the end, you, you get Thanks used to mortified. it. Mortified. <laughs> Were there any revelations in it for you? Any? No, it was lovely. I tell you what, I quite like the format in that it picked the directors and the films that they did, yeah. and then it didn't have any annoying non. Harry Potter related people trying to string it all together. Right, like, yeah. That didn't, so it's that quite didn't clean. invite me on. <laughs> yeah, now you've got a wand. I was missing. Have you got a wand or something, Deborah? I, I don't know, actually, in the Harry Potter world. I, possibly. I'm sure, I remember you telling me you had a wand somewhere. You, they, the, they potentially, all... yes, because they've got everybody that's credited with a wand in that big room in the Harry Potter world, and oh. supposedly I'm there. Oh, oh. There we go. Um, but I don't know this story. What? What? Did so you it's do? about a boy wizard. <laughs> parents. <can. laughs> I was in the second to last film, so Deathly Hallows Part One. I was a Ministry of Magic witch. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Well, then you absolutely must have your wand. I, I was in Les Miserables, the film. 
were you? Yeah. What were you doing? Singing and dancing and stuff. Well, well, I, I was feel supporting, I, need I was to supporting people, now. supporting some actors with learning disabilities. Uh, they dressed me in rags and maybe stand outside in the cold in January and four till four in the morning. I was not a very happy person. Didn't give me mm. shoes. <laughs> Didn't give me any shoes. Well, uh, but Russell Crowe was quite nice. He could drink a cup of tea while riding, riding a horse, which is not an easy task. Mm. Okay. Oh. So, have you been in any films, Meg? No. <laughs> oh. I feel like I'm letting the side down. So um, maybe maybe at some point I might uh, try okay. and rectify that. Right. So I think instead of giving these scores, why don't we give them a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Or what do we think? Yeah. About our I'm all right with that. Thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs, thumbs up. up. It got a thumbs up. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Um, who wants to go next? Who's got another offering for us? I've Go for it. Go. So just before Christmas... I got a new phone and with my new phone came three months free Apple TV subscription yes so I piled on into Apple TV which (laughs) I have uh, consistently avoided because can't be asked to pay for yet another subscription and let me tell you first on my list got a bit of a list but first on my list is the morning show no, I've heard bits about yes, it. Yes, I've heard a bit about it. Right. Tell, so us, let tell me, us what it is. Yes, let me tell you. So this is, um, we've got Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, joined by loads of other familiar faces. Um, Jennifer Aniston plays Alex Levy, a long, 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 long time established <laughs> anchor. anchor, TV anchor woman. And she would um, anchor... <laughs> can you see that my oh, dog? i can hear i can hear <laughs> can you go out of the room please dog no sorry carry on <laughs> she's a very long long term very famous like number one anchor woman for the morning show in america and she partnered with this her co-host mitch who in the morning show in the beginning of this tv he basically gets discredited as part of the me too movement and gets fired for his predatory behaviors and in the fallout reese witherspoon um playing bradley jackson is playing a scrappy field reporter who yeah. the back end of who knows where what the hell? Has your dog learned how to He's walk on one like two feet? You've been feeding it looking, after midnight. <laughs> you've been looking to the side as if it's standing next to you. Right. She is standing next to me on the sofa. Let me put me. I'll put myself on <laughs> mute. You carry on. All right. So is this a bit like um, the Harvey Weinstein stuff? So it's basically the fallout from Harvey Weinstein, the Me Too right. movement. Yeah. Um, Mitch um, Kessler has been sacked very very publicly oh. and it's it, and, and basically it follows these characters um as they kind of carry on without him and bradley jackson who's played by reese witherspoon she's some sort of like scrappy field reporter from the back end of who knows where in america yeah. and through various complex reasons ends up co-anchoring with jennifer aniston and it's a bit like what it, happened in Strictly Club Dancing when Bruce Forsyth died. Except Bruce Forsyth is still na- a national treasure. Right, you're not a success. 
<laughs> but um, basically, I mean, the, the, I, I don't want to give too much away, but it is brilliant. It is witty, super fast paced from a dialogue in places. It's poking fun at the media, the irony, the underhandedness, the Machiavellianness of the whole industry. It's got um, it's got quite a West Wing pace and feel to it in okay. places. I like the West Wing very much. Yeah, is and is then it funny or is it serious I, I, or is it both? It's it, funny. It has some very definite humour in it. Absolutely hilarious clangers. There's um. Uh, it's just, it's just brilliant. I don't so think you can, could go wrong with either Reese Witherspoon or Jennifer Aniston, no, right? No, and they're, they're and not. Steve Carroll. Yeah, and and um, oh, my mind's gone blank as to um, uh, which I will just double check because um, there's another. The main Corey um, is played by, uh, and I thought I'd written his name down, but I didn't. Oh, um, Billy Crudup is excellent. He is superb and he kind of makes it. He's just this absolute chaos demon in there. And okay. it's brilliant. So season one ramps up to one of the most amazing season finales I have ever, ever, ever watched. It oh, wow. Absolutely okay. transfixing. Oh, wow. Brilliant. Couldn't stop watching it. The Guardian review of it basically said that it was um, operatic. And oh. it was slamming from dramatic high to dramatic high until you think there's nowhere else to go. And then it finally strains for a great a grace note so audacious that it floors you. It was phenomenal. I want to see this now. You've sold it. So I, good. I, I, yeah. It's so only good. available on Apple TV, is it? Yes. Well, you, but you can buy, you can because I was considering whether to ditch everything and just keep Amazon. Because you can buy anything from Amazon. Um, Listen, you know. I think you can get it for like four ninety nine for a month, and it's worth it because I've got another yeah. recommendation that's on Apple. Like I reckon you could binge it for a month or two, well, that's and, and totally make it worth your while. It was so excellent. Season two, uh, we haven't even touched on it. It's brilliant. There's two seasons okay. already. Yes. Just to, just on that, I mean, there is a way to get around, you know, if you're very canny and you've got, you know, a, no, it doesn't take that long, I guess, but you could, like, rent, uh, you could get Apple for a month and then Netflix for a month and then blah, blah, mm. for a month. You could kind of go around the houses like that if you wanted to. And say, but We're all just too days. lazy to do that and we well, want to watch it when well, we want to watch I it, did, don't we? Yeah, I just did that whole thing that you can do with Now TV today where I said, oh, I'm going to leave and they give it you half price for six months, which is... Yeah. Well, I might do that. Yeah. So I don't watch Now TV that often, but I, I thoroughly recommend. I think you could you could give yourself a month or two on Apple TV, or if you get a new iPhone or whatever, it comes wrapped up with three months freebie. Well, I yeah, brilliant, I'm, brilliant, I'm, brilliant. All right, brilliant. Well, we'll come back. Uh, so you'd give that ten out of ten, would you? Oh, oh yeah, my thumbs god, up, it's thumbs, thumbs up, thumbs up, okay. massive thumbs up. Good stuff. Uh, so um, mainly, I saw uh, one, two, three four things um the it crowd don't give uh, them all away just just tell us the first one otherwise oh. they'll be exciting oh well i, th I thought the it IT crowd. Nice tell to... us about that then oh. no 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 let me tell you about anne well now we know two of them okay so anne um uh, anne was uh uh it's an itv drama that came right. out in january um it's uh about the story of Anne Williams, um, who is played by the utterly amazing Maxine Peake. And it focuses on the fight for justice 
for the 97 victims who were unlawfully killed in the 1989 Hillsborough disaster, including her son, Kevin. Now, Maxine Pink, she, she played Myra Hindley, didn't she, in that? Was that, is that right? Maybe. I think so. I think she, I think she definitely played her in that, in the Moore's Murders thing that I saw. What else has she been in? Was she oh, in Bad Girls? Was she in Bad Girls? She's, 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 oh, she's been in loads and loads and okay, loads of things. She's been loads and loads and loads of things. And she's in something at the moment called the something police the the right that's <laughs> being advertised at the moment. But uh, she's she's utterly amazing. Um, she So uh, the, FA, the FA Cup football match between Liverpool and Nottingham Forest in, uh, in April 1989 was held at Sheffield's Hillsborough ground. Uh, and there was 96 fans that were crushed to death in what's now known as the worst incident in the UK's uh, football history. So it's utterly, uh, it's in four series, uh, four episodes. Uh, Who does she play? She plays Anne Williams. So Anne Williams is um, the mother of one of the victims. Her son, Kevin Williams, who was 15, was, oh, killed, was killed in the crush. Um, and she was this um, campaigner, if you like, for almost a quarter of a century, challenging the uh, the official um, narratives around the disaster, specifically the claim that Kevin was not alive beyond um, a certain time of the day, 3.15, and so could not have been saved. This is all untrue. Um, it's so unbelievable how long it took, you know. Awful. It's the same with like, the Stephen Lawrence inquiry. Years and years and years and years. And these people who were fighting for justice, well, yeah. So, so it's claimed it was claimed that an exit gate was opened to relieve the crowds, which resulted in two and a half thousand fans entering the stadium, um, and this overcrowded the already full pens and caused this fatal, you know, the fatal crushing. Uh, so, what followed was decades of the victims and their families seeking justice and an explanation for how this tragedy could have occurred. Um, there was an inquest in 2016, which finally concluded that the 96 victims were indeed unlawfully killed. And in 2021, the last victim died 32 years after suffering serious injuries. So he was the 97th victim. But sadly, Anne Williams, who campaigned for, you know, all this time, she died in 2013 before the new inquests concluded that those who did die were unlawfully killed. So, so this miniseries is made by the creators of uh, Line of Duty. Uh, it aired for four consecutive evenings on ITV. The first episode was the hardest to watch. I felt absolutely sick to my stomach with, with nerves, with the anxiety from start to end. Um, what we see is um, Anne Williams going through all the emotions of trying to find out if her 15-year-old son was okay, to finding out that she'd lost him, um, and then just the sheer agony of her trying to establish the facts as to how he died and why he died, um, and also when he died. Uh, so then the following episodes document how she then spends, you know, 25 years challenging. And it really is a story of solidarity um, in the face of injustice, unending parental love, uh, how grief is a burden, but an inspiration. It kept her fighting. Maxine Peake is an absolute triumph in it. She's heartbreaking, powerful, 
Uh, it leaves you weeping. Um, you know, so many times the government, the police, the, med the media response, just so horrifying how they made it out to be, oh, the Liverpool fans' fault, they were getting drunk, it's all their fault, it wasn't the police's fault, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, uh, lots of... Uh, I mean, it's almost too much to bear to watch, um, but it's a vital watch because... We all lived it. You might remember mm. where you were when it happened. I, I certainly do. I was, I was 12 when it happened. Um, but, um, you know, the, the, the fact that the media and the police spinned, spun so much of it over the, over the years it, that it was not their fault and they couldn't do anything about it and nobody could be saved um, was, was all a pack of lies. So watching these four episodes really brings home to you the established facts and what actually did happen and why it's taken so long to come out. And it's written by um, uh, Kevin Sampson, who's a Liverpool fan and who was actually there. He survived the disaster, but he writes with a lot of compassion and, and knowledge. Um, and the director, Bruce Goodison, he cut in and edited archive news footage and clips from the game itself. You know, Des Lynham and Jimmy Hill discussing the game. Uh, Margaret Thatcher announcing that there'd be an inquiry. Um, and, and even though there was corruption, certainly for senior, um, you know, from the top, uh, the writer does, you know, put in a lot of humanity around the police officers who had to tell the relatives that their loved ones were dead, who had to change their statements, were forced to change their statements because it looked so unfavourable. So, you know, for me, this is a proper TV drama. It had everything in it. It was unrelentingly... Uh, Relentingly sad, um, angry, tense, wonderfully acted, very painful to watch. You know, nine Five. out of ten, I'd give that. So the reason why I'd give it nine out of ten was because I wasn't too sure about Maxine Peake's wig. If it was <laughs> such a bad wig. And that's wig. a lot of weight to your place. That's 10% of your score on a wig. On a wig. I wasn't going to mention this because it's a film, but it, um, just a quick segue. Uh, there's a film um, that's been uh, that's out on Sky. It's a Sky original called Mass, which I watched the other night, and I think it's tipped for Oscar nominations. It's got um, Jeremy, uh, Jason Isaacs. It's um, and his wife is played by you know the girl with the glasses in the Goonies. Yes, uh, she's a great actress. She plays his wife, and then you've got Aunt Lydia who plays another woman. And then this other guy who plays her husband. And basically, it's just about a meeting of these two um, sets of parents, basically, who come to meet because Aunt Lydia's son uh, took a shotgun and blew a load of kids to bits in the, in the oh. high school. And there, and Jason Isaac's uh, son was one of the kids that were killed. It wow. is so, it's a, it's an acting masterclass for a start. I mean, it's. Is it, is it, is it? Is it based on one of the actual shootings, like Columbine? Or I don't like think, that? no, I don't think so. And I think that's the right thing to do because there is a line of where it becomes voyeuristic, I think. Martha and, Plimpton, and that's her you name. You don't see anything. Sorry, go on, Deborah, what? Martha Plimpton. What about, what's that? Oh, is that her name? That's her name, yeah. Um, you don't see anything. It's all done through, it's um, through just them talking to each other. But, oh my God, wow. it's good. Oh. It's, so uh, what's I it mean, called? Mask? Mass. Uh, mass, M-A-S-S. Mass. Yeah, but so it's a film, but I, I, Warren, oh, it's a film. I think 
Okay. Yeah, but I thought I'd put that in there because it really... It's on the telly box, so it's technically yeah, TV. we'll let it go. Right, <laughs> just to lighten the mood, I've got a little bit of news that I wanted to ask your opinions on. Uh, you might not have one at all. But have you heard that Coronation Street and what? Emmerdale Farm, or what? Emmerdale as it's called nowadays, yes. are going to war to what? destroy and kill and maim EastEnders? What, what, what do you mean? So, um, well, I've heard that they were changing the time slots are all changing. Deborah. Yeah, you're gonna miss Coronation that... Street. But Why? The, I only I read... watched Coronation Street so, after three. Yeah, what I what I read was that there it's it's off the back of ITN changing the news format. Yeah, so they've now got an hours show. So they're doing six thirty to seven thirty news, and then three. And a at seven thirty to eight. Yeah, and then. Three nights a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Corrie is going to be an hour. So we're getting three hours of Corrie. Right when EastEnders is on. No, yeah. but that's but that's fine because at the moment we still get an hour of Corrie Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but we have um it, it's it's half but an the hour. Point each. Is it's going head to head with Coronation Street, uh, with EastEnders. They want to kill Who, who cares from. about EastEnders? That's the whole point of the story. They ITV are going going out to and I think it will finish EastEnders off really I think at the lowest point last year it had under two million viewers oh no was it two or two hundred thousand viewers I think no it was, it was really very low I mean I thought they regurgitate I mean in the worst way regurgitate storylines and the characterizations are awful and two dimensional I mean, I've not watched any I haven't of them watched them for so long but they oh, still have very strong I'm characterization yeah. and they and the writing's a lot better but Quite yeah, so I think Corey has more light on numbers, has a balance on the light touch as well, doesn't it? And a bit of the mm. it's amazing. And I'm friends with the writers, um, uh, on Facebook, mm. and uh, uh, and yes, yeah, uh, two of them. And um, EastEnders, what I ducked out of, uh, when just after Roman was born, so 11 years ago now, because they did this awful storyline about baby kidnapping. And obviously, when you have a new baby, that's the last thing you want to watch. And from then on, that was it. Didn't, but I suppose you could argue want. that there's always going to be a storyline that was going to put some people off. And that was it. Never look back. Um, I think I think if they wanted to save it, if I was in charge of EastEnders, that's what I do. I would take it off the air for six months because they've got they've built all the set and stuff. They've got all that set there. They've just launched a brand new set, haven't they? Yeah. I would, I would, I would rest it for six months, and then I would bring it back as an hour drama a week, and really kind of hone down the character. You know, really kind of hone down the do family, that. have a two or three families, and make it very kind of like if they're going to go down like the shameless route or the kind of quite sinister gangster route. No, I know they're not, but this is my advice to save the show if they're listening. But and I would, good, and I would nice. strip it off from the from the like factory processing line of storyline, storyline stuff, and I would make it like a ten part drama. Yeah, but that uh, you know, there's so much history; they'll 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 not stop it because they will. That they... entirely changes the format of it. It wouldn't stand up. You, you know, but it you would make sure it continue. Well, when it's dead, they'll you can't they'll come to me and ask me for my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'll give you your ideas in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> right. My next one is um, I watched. So I, I don't know if you heard about this, but um, I, um, Eric Morecambe's son um, was going through his uh, dad's stuff in his lo in the loft, 
and he came across a short yes. film reel, and it was yes, a lost uh, tape of that um, uh, Morecambe and Wise show from the 1970s, um, 1970, actually. Um, and it wasn't a Christmas special or anything, it was just like a regular show. And you can really see kind of the early, it, was, it wasn't brilliant by any stretch of the imagination, but there were some, some funny bits in it, and it was good. But and they the showed reason, it at Christmas, didn't they? Yeah, the reason I mentioned it was the thing that was brilliant were the special guests. Um, and I put this on Facebook so you can have a look. It had a couple of people. It had Paul Anker, who actually wrote my way for, um, uh, what's his name, Frank Sinatra. So yep. he comes out and goes, I wrote this for my friend, and I'm going to sing it now. And he does this. And then you've got this guy called Kenny Ball, and he's got a band, and they're all trumpeteers, or they've all got, it's like a little brass band with about five of them. And he does this funny little song, and he sings a little bit, and then he does a little bit of trumpeting, then he sings a little bit. It's brilliant. Um, so it's on, it's, it's on our Facebook page. Should we go have a look at it? What's it called? Nice. That was Kenny Ball playing the trumpet. Um, so what's the show? What's the, what was the program? Uh, more, more you, oh, you, can't, you can't see the show. They've taken it off iPlayer. Oh. Because I, I was trying to find the name of this trumpeter, but I found it on YouTube. So there. Trumpeter? Is it? He's a trumpeter, but he's quite a good one. So. Trump trumpeter. Trumpeter. If you get very good at it, you become a trumpeter. <laughs> so did um, you go trumpet player, trumpeter, trumpeter? He's <laughs> <laughs> got little fat, um, he's got fat cheeks with like bursts. It's, it's a joy to watch. Anyway, uh, there we go. Um, wow. Megan, what's next on your list? Next up on my list, debating uh, which to go. I'm going to stick with my Apple TV recommendations. I've got, I've got loads. I watched a lot over Christmas. Um, well, I think four inches more than enough just to walk. Oh, come on, that's fine. I've prioritised them. It's fine. Um, <laughs> have you heard about the show Ted Lasso? Yes, I have. Heard about it. So I've heard about, about, football, heard about it? it. Lots of references to it in pop culture, and it won loads of um, what's it's at the Doodos, um, it, uh, Golden Globes. Picked up loads of gold, Golden Globes. It um, so again, it's on Apple TV. I'm just trying to find my notes on it. Sorry, um, and uh, yes, it's about an American football coach who comes over to the UK to coach a struggling Premiership football team. He knows nothing about football. Sounds awful. <laughs> and it is genius. Jason Sudakis. Uh, plays um, Ted Lasso. He won a Golden Globe for the best performance with an actor in a TV comedy series. Um, I hadn't realised that it was actually based in the, it's set in the UK. And so it's really interesting to see some of the British-American comparisons. It is so funny. Is it um, better than Jockey's Giants? <laughs> do you remember, do you remember Jockey's Giants? I do remember Jossie's Giants. And, and Jossie's better Jossie's than Footballers Wives, it's better than all of this. It, it, it is so funny. Do you know what? It's got a bit of the feel of the Shit's Creek warm hug. Okay. It's, but it's hilarious. It's absolutely brilliant. I, I can't, I, I, it's got two series, third season in making. 
it is brilliant and I just absolutely smashed it. Are um, you a football? Do you like football? I'm not that bothered about football, if I'm right, honest. So it's, it makes because that's that's the thing that kind of pops me off. No, it's football. it's all it's all that, that's going on behind the scenes. There's relatively little football. Uh, cutting in up it. the oranges and stuff. The, that there's the the bits of the football that are in it is just to tell other stories. It's so good. Ted Lasso is it's just really poignant and sad and hilarious and funny. And some of the characters, some of the characters, Roy Kent, who I think also maybe won a Golden Globe. He, I'm assuming is a mix mash of lots of characters, possibly in particular Roy Keane, but who knows? Um, is one of the best TV characters I've ever ever come across wow I this is a massive it. endorsement love 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 okay. okay thank you very much indeed. those two programs the morning show and ted lasso are worth the apple subscription alone okay Ooh. this is this is good to know this is good all right double 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 okay um next up for me is a very british scandal uh i don't know if you've heard it seen it uh, it's, it's heard of it did not watch it it's, uh, it's, a, it's another drama, but it's BBC this time, based on a true story also. Um, it's an absolute romp. Uh, it's uh, events surrounding the, t the, the notorious divorce of the Duke and Duchess of Argyle during the 1960s. Can you explain? I don't know who these people are. Okay, so, uh, all right, so there are three episodes. You have Claire Foy, the girl that can do no wrong. Um, she's amazing. You've got... What's Paul she been in then? Claire Foy, she's in The Crown. Oh, who she did she play The Crown? She was the young the Elizabeth. Yeah, the young oh, right. Okay, yeah, I know who you um, She was, um, uh, when I first saw her, she was in Little Dorrit, uh, uh, the, the, the Charles Dickens um, reimagination, which was amazing, with Matthew McFadden, um, and they were fantastic. And then, I don't know if you saw um, Wolf Hall. She about played, 10 minutes of it. She played Anne Boleyn in Wolf Hall. Which was At your there. house, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. Oh, uh, so, Claire Foy, amazing. And there's loads of amazing house porn and lipstick and costume porn in, in, in it. It's, Is it's, it a bit like The Crown? No. it's uh, She plays a completely different character. No, I mean, like, production-wise. Aristocracy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you've got, uh, yeah, very, very polished, slick... Sarah Phelps is the writer, amazing. The one-liners are a scream. So the Duke and the Duchess of Argyle. So basically Claire Foy uh, plays um, this, uh, she's, she's basically high society um, um, socialite. And then she meets uh, Paul Bettany, the Duke of Argyle, and then they leave their, their current partners, wife, husband, and they get together and marry and become the Duke and Duchess of Argyle. So up in Scotland, they've got this amazing big property, which is complete crumbling to pieces. <laughs> and Claire Foy's family are quite rich. So she wants to really do up this amazing um, uh, stately home. Um, but uh, Paul Bettany, the, the Duke of Argyle, is, is, is a drunk. Uh, he's after her for her money. He's violent. Uh, blah blah blah. He was just landed the dukedom because his um, cousin died and didn't have any heirs, so he was kind of a little bit distant. I wish that would happen to me. I know. So, uh, so basically, it's just this kind of high society divorce that gripped the nation at the time. Um, and the one-liners are amazing, like this. 
I don't, I don't more selling my arsehole on the Glasgow docks. And <laughs> Maureen always gets her penis out. And canapes and cock, is there anything else? Well, hopefully dessert. And I dine with men. I meet men. I converse with men. It that I have affairs with every single man that I meet. There are only so many hours in the day. Um, and then lastly, uh, but it's not your yawning fanny being shown to the world. It's flowers, isn't it? All bare asses and flapping cocks. Oh, God. It's all, it's all about that kind of thing. Um, it's very good. <laughs> Worth a watch. Where did you watch this programme? BBC iPlayer. OK, super. Um, right. Um, Okay, so a couple left from me. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, um, so I'm just gonna talk a little bit about staying on the iPlayer actually. It's on the BBC iPlayer, it was. It's the Ghosts Christmas special. Yay, amazing! Um, so do you watch you watch Ghosts? I take it the two of two, yeah, yeah, fan, yeah, yeah. fan. Yeah. Do you know, do you know my special. story about Ghosts? I watched, I watched the first couple and hated it. I said it was yeah. quite high, high. We told you off for that. Uh, well, did you tell me off, or was it? What did I talk about it on here? I, uh, I, no, wait, wait, I think Glory in the end said, you've, you're, you're, you're an idiot, get watching it. And then I had a revelation, and Jessica is brilliant. And, and um, oh, Jennifer Saunders plays uh, the mother of, um, what's her name? Is it Fanny? I want to say Fanny. Uh, the, the, she, yeah, the, she played Fanny's mother, yeah. Yeah, and she was brilliant. You know, yeah. I love Jennifer Saunders anyway. Yes. Uh, and so it was lovely to see her in it. And um, it was just another great episode. Joyous. Um, do you know what? Just before we say that, we were talking about the uh, the crown, weren't we? I just want to say I've got a celebrity connection to that because my actors um, appeared in one of the episodes. And Deborah, I think you've got a tenuous celebrity connection to um, ghosts, do you not? It's not tenuous. It's the entire <laughs> writing. Oh, excuse the, me. The entire <laughs> creative writing team and Oof. actors that are the oh ghosts who I starred with in Horrible Histories. Well, that's the tenuous bit, because it's not how, it's not ghosts, is it? But I'm just trying to make out, show you, Megan, how connected we are to the world of celebrity. Yeah. This is why, okay. you know, that's the problem with being in Devon, you see. <laughs> uh, uh, did you like Who's in Devon? Uh, oh, gosh, sorry, that's that's sacrilege, isn't it? It is. I, I couldn't afford that to back. Get, I couldn't afford to get all the way down to Cornwall. We know like, how <laughs> to eat our scones. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say the scones. Uh. Um, it's, it's very good. Um, yeah, there's not a lot else to say about it, really. It's wonderful. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, What's next? My ne do you want my next one? Yes, please. Right, it's a Netflix. I nearly picked it for one of our reviews mm. last year. So I finally watched it. Clickbait. Okay, mm. yeah. It's. I'm, I was quite shocked at only score 7.2 on IMDb. Um, given some of the other programs, not the Apple TV ones that I've just talked about, but some of the other ones that I watched and how they scored. Um, but basically, a man is kidnapped and a video is launched online showing him holding up signs, declaring himself to be an abusive predator, a rapist. And the last sign states that when the video has been viewed by five, uh, when it's received five million views, he will be killed. And the story starts off being told from the perspective of his sister who sees it online um, and then on different episodes focus and sort of like progress the story, but from starting from somebody else's viewpoint. So the wife, the son, the detective, etc. There's various other 
Um, oh, did you, is it, is every episode, is it from a different perspective of a character, did you say? It or? starts, it, it kind of focuses a little bit more on somebody else's story, yeah, yeah. but they all, it's it's consecutive, so it doesn't go back and retell a bit that you already know from someone else's Yeah. Opinion. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's yeah, different yeah. ways to do it. It, yeah. just, it, yeah, yeah. it all moves the story on. And it's just a, an absolutely excellent onion of a whodunit drama. Nothing's what it seems. There's yeah. um, lots of cracking reveals and twists and um, revelations. And it's just got, and it's got a really very satisfying conclusion. There's, oh, there's a lot good. of deeply flawed characters um that you still are really rooting for and it i i would say it's possibly in places maybe a little bit formulaic but only from the point of view that you know there are going to be some twists like the whole construct you're like going well it can't be as obvious or as straightforward as it's making out yeah Mm -hmm. um and that would be the only teeny little negative observation but i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it it's kind of a bit of the um Black Mirror type feel to yeah. it. It's told. Yeah. It's told over oh, a good few episodes, maybe as many as eight episodes, maybe only six. But it's it's it really was a very very good view. And where did you watch mm. this? Netflix. Okay, that, that you've kind of sold me on that. Yeah, yeah. It's a quite an interesting. Um, it's an interesting. Yeah, concept. it was it was really good, and the the characters are definitely not not all the most likable they've all it, it shines up all of their flaws basically and none of them come out looking particularly great okay, thanks very much right come on then uh, right so um the it crowd or the it crowd uh, so this it, is a this is a comedy from the channel four yes that's right uh it started in 2006 they had a season every year after that up until, well, they had, they've had four, four seasons in total. 2013 was the last season, actually. Um, but, yeah, Channel 4, uh, just basically about the mishaps and misadventures, misadventures of uh, three members of an IT support team who dwell in this dingy old basement uh, uh, within a, 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 a beautiful, big, shiny, modern London building overlooking, you know, stunning views. And, it's, um, and it features our friend Kelly's mate, doesn't it? Matt, what's his name? Matt, who always does that sort of character. Yeah, Matt Berry. So... Yeah, um, other side, next celebrity connection then. Maybe. Yeah, so, uh, so it's got one of, the, one of my loves, my, my deep loves, uh, which is Richard Ayoade, who uh, plays a computer programmer, kind of geek with very few social skills, very highly intelligent. Then there's the work shy Chris O'Dowd, who um, who is so brilliant. Um, and then you've got this kind of deputy department head, if you like, um, relationship manager, um, played by Catherine Parkinson, who knows absolutely nothing about IT. Uh, and then uh, you have Noel Fielding in it, who plays this kind of goth IT technician who he lives, lives, he lives in the back, lives in the he, dark in circle like room. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's got this cult following. Uh, yeah, Matt Berry's in it, uh, Chris Morris. Uh, it's a bit it's, subversive, isn't it? Okay. And it's kind of a little avant garde, isn't it? A little bit from time to time. It, I love it. I mean, no fielding in it. It must be surely. What's <laughs> what is so brilliant about it? And and you know, I've always seen it on 
repeats and stuff, but never sat down to actually properly mm. watch it properly, properly, properly. And um, and so it was Christmas time. I had my son who's eleven and my mother who's not eleven, and uh, <laughs> and we were thinking, what do we watch that everyone's going to enjoy? So we just turned on, and you can watch it on um, uh, catch up uh, or you can watch it on Netflix. And uh, so we watched it, the whole thing from start to end, um, every single. And there's only six episodes per season. Um, and it absolutely thrilled all the generations that sat there watching the TV. So my, oh, son, on, your my son was cracking up. My mother was cracking up. I was cracking up, but them cracking up, but also cracking up because they're just it's just so silly. But very you know very easy to 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 watch the jokes very easy to jump on their avant-gardeness slightly off center um humor it's just so witty brilliant was there a was there a kind of setup or a joke that you really thought brilliant that's really funny i, oh. I, I mean they did that recurring joke didn't they you know every time they rang up um, the computer department. They say, "Have you tried? Have you turned it on and off, or whatever?" Yeah, and um, and also nobody ever knows what the company actually does. So it's like an on, it's like an on. Megan's company, I have no idea. Yeah, it's, it's it's literally an ongoing gag throughout the whole thing. One minute they are going to be the biggest mobile phone empire in the world because they bought this. Another one is that they've bought ITV.com, uh, and so on. There's just you know nobody. There's an obscurity about what the company actually does. So that's that's funny. But you know, just the fact that they're all considered losers and they're all generally ignored. Um, that, and it was video recording before a live studio audience as well, which at the time was considered very risky. Uh, you know, everybody wanted them to have Why this people planned want you laughter. Oh, really? Did it? Was it not a soft? No, it was. Um, so Quite a yeah. lot of TV was filmed in front of a live audience, though, wasn't it? Well, by that point, I think you know, come mid to late two thousands, um, I think not because. It was kind of I saw uh, two packets of la uh, two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. That was always filmed in front of a live that audience. Was, that Megan, you said you had no celebrity connections, and there you are. Well, I just went and watched it. At the, at the, uh, I didn't. Uh, when I'll, I'll, I'll check when that is. Was that uh, not late? That was not late. That was nineties. That was, was it? Yeah. No. Oh, was it? Was it? What was it? Early twenties, then. Hollyoaks started in ninety four, didn't it, or ninety five? It was two thousand and one to two thousand and eleven. There we go. There we are. All right. Well, okay. My final choice. I'm going to kind of cheat again, but it's not really cheating, but it is a bit. It's a film. Um, it is a film, but it's a <laughs> film. It is a film about a TV show. So I thought um, that. So it's allowed. Um, okay. It is. Um, meet. Is it? No, not meet. I keep saying meet each other. Being the Ricardos, um, starring Nicole Kidman as, um, and she plays um, um, the, uh, the woman from I Love Lucy, basically. Um, and, uh, do you remember the sitcom I Love Lucy? Yes. Yeah, the black and white sitcom. Well, yeah. in its heyday, it had 60 million viewers. Wow, in America that's a lot. Watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, 60 million. We things get about five million nowadays and stuff. So it was massive stuff. And they tell the story and they do it really well because you know how most of the time these days, biopics just do like two days out of the person's life. And we, yeah. They do, it's a, a week of the life of um, her and her husband, who was a Cuban um, um, called Ricky, I think it was really like that. Ricky Ricardo. Ricky Ricardo. No, was it Ricky? Oh, 
Anyway, um, he he starred alongside her in the show. And um, it tells, you see her backstory um, intermittently, but it, it's a week of her life where on the radio, the night before they were due to rehearse the following week, um, it uh, this massive radio star basically uh, outs her uh, outs Lucille Ball as a communist. Um, so oh, wow. and this was the whole time. That's a big, big nasty black, word. Yeah, the then. black committee and all that kind of stuff. So she's fighting off allegations of being a communist. Also, um, she's pregnant, and they've never had you know a baby or you know, and they're saying, oh look, let's have the baby on the show. You can't have a baby on television. You know, it's disgusting. You know, all this kind of stuff. And then there's another... Bloody story. patriarchy. Yeah, and there's another storyline about um, her husband philandering all over the place. Uh, so all of this is going on in one week of production, but it shows just how a meticulous... Sh- Nicole Kidman's amazing, isn't it? Really, really good. Is she? Yeah. I'm very, very over Nicole Kidman. Oh, I thought she did a really yeah. good. I, I tried. Really good. I, I tried to watch that um, series that she's in currently. The five, one where five little nine little fires. Yeah, nine nine perfect strangers or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And, nine um, perfect strangers and big little lies. She's she's just. No, I'm like, I love her I love face. Stop moving. I oh, will give her a chance at this because I thought she was really very good. I, I had to turn off nine forgetful strangers, <laughs> whatever it's called. <laughs> the book um, was excellent of nine perfect strangers, but I got I, a bit bored of the TV. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Being the Ricardos, sorry, Jane. Um, the it, I, I, I love Nicole. Reminded me, um, the guy who played her husband, he basically set up the whole production of that and. You know, obviously there's racism back in the day and all this kind of stuff going on. But he set up the system that Boiler, they Spoiler, there's still racism. That they used, not he didn't set up racism, but he did set up the three camera system that they still use in sitcoms in America to this day, where you can have an audience who can see all three sets from uh-huh. their seats, uh, uh, like Friends do it and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it's great. It's a really, it's a lovely little film. It's a lovely, very well written and um, yeah, great. And good on Lucille Ball for getting 60 million. Good Lucille oh, Ball. Fair play. Yeah. Right, that's me done. Megan. Right, so uh, if we're limited to four, which we are. for time we should be. Um, <laughs> so my last one then is um a BBC psychological drama called The Girl Before. Aha, uh-huh. right, I've seen that advertised. It's um, it's telling the story of, it, it basically has two stories running concurrently and you don't know which way round they occurred. Yeah. Um, but oh, basically yeah. it tells the story of various tenants moving into this phenomenal, minimalist, tech-enabled house. Oh, like that programme we watched. You know, with those comedians and that woman from the Disney Channel. Only murders in the building, that's what. No, totally. No, super minimalist. Like, it's just granite and cement and and the rules. If you become a tenant, the rules you have to live by are just, you can't have anything out on show. You can't do all sorts of things. The house is pre-programmed to learn your behaviours. Oh. So it, the technology responds. Are we in the future here, Megan? No, it's it's kind of it's it's concurrent, it's current day. Um, but they're really, really, really creepy house rules that the landlord has set. And the landlord is the architect of the house. So the house is, you know, 
teched up. The character. Um, And um, a woman moves in and then discovers that a woman who previously lived there died. And she starts to become quite obsessed, trying to work out what happened and who, who she was and what part the house has got to do with it and it's 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 just it's got some it's really good tension um the house is just mind-blowing I mean I would not want to live in it for various reasons um but it is a stunning building although I did the first time I saw it I was just like oh those stairs are a death trap um but yeah it's another series where the the building is a character all the characters are flawed. How long? How long is? How many episodes are there? Four, ep- four episodes. And does it round everything up? Is it like yeah. literally? Yeah. It's a mini series. That's it. Yes. It all. It, it's really again. I will it, watch it wraps this. everything up very very nicely. I did see the twist coming, but only right at the very end when it was perfectly acceptable to tap, pat yourself on the back and go, "Ah." Oh, I worked that one out. Yeah. But it, it, it was it was really, really good. Really yeah. good. Right. That's Thank you good. Very much. All Four right. Episodes as well. well. Yeah, that's quite good. Finish yeah. us off, Deborah. Uh, well, no, not too, not too much to talk about really. I, we started Succession, so we're halfway through the first series. Um uh succession has uh Brian Cox in it as the patriarch of the as family. The guy with the planets. No, the other Brian Cox, the actor, the oh, Scottish, right. the Scottish actor, actually, but oh, they're, right. all, yes. they're all American. It's kind of basically a bit like uh, Rupert Murdoch and the Fox family, um, and oh, every, yeah, everybody is a very hateful. You know, you just want to hate every single family member uh, who are backstabbing and are completely rude, ignorant, selfish to one another's needs. It's got Macaulay Culkin's little brother in it who plays this, oh, just this hideous man called Roman, actually, who is like the younger sibling of the family. Um, and all, and it's got Matthew McFadden in it again, who I love and adore. Um, but yeah, Succession, um, I think it's already on to season four, maybe five now. Um I've had lots of friends that have watched it that are way ahead of me. Uh, Laurie and I are really enjoying it. It's very, there's lots going on. Worth watching. Wonderful. Well, there's quite a lot to be getting on with there. Let's never leave the house again. I'm really interested in clickbait, to be honest. That's one that kind of... Yeah, very good. Um, I've got a couple of little sneaky news items. Go on, go on then, quick. Yeah. So have you seen, uh, there's a trailer that has dropped for the reboot of Fresh Prince. Yes. Reboot. It's a gritty drama and it was triggered. A fan produced a fan trailer back in 2019 that showed how that like the more real life gritty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um Will Smith has gone ahead and produced it. It, lo- yeah. it, it does look good. Yep. Just on that, did anyone watch the um Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion? No. no. Now that is a good reunion, oh. um, a bit in the way that uh, you know they do all the th- the lovely reunion things. But what is interesting about that whole thing, I don't know if you remember, but um, Aunt Vivian was replaced after two seasons, and uh, they bring the original actress back, and as you know, we hear about why she left and why? didn't get on with the cast, some of the cast, and there was real animosity. And oh. so, really seeing her and Will talking it through and 
you know, how she'd lost her opportunities. I mean, it, that was fascinating in, in itself. And then you've got Carlton doing his yeah. dance, which is always worth it. Yeah, watching. yeah, of course. So um, you, if you can catch that, uh, it's worth it. Right, so I'm going to give you a choice. There's there's just a, a few things to look forward to, because I think that was one of the uh, criteria that you said for us Sorry, to write point, down yeah. what we're looking forward to this year. Um, I know that Afterlife Season 3 is now available, so that I'm going to watch. Flight Attendant, I think, is coming in March, Season 2. Oh, March? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, you've got good, good, good omens season two coming, and I am really looking forward to uh, the return of his dark materials, which I think uh, is awesome. Oh, yes. Well, I got sent on a clickbait wild goose chase today, trying to track down. They reckon kill people. They were saying uh, release date for season two of Only Murders in the building. Oh, really? And basically, they sent me on about four different clicks, and it was just to go. There is no date. <laughs> There is no date. Yeah, exactly. Why are you lucky? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, that's me. Over and out. All right. Oh, gosh. I'm, mm. What are you going to make right. us watch, I've got, James? Right, I've, got two, I've got two choices, all right? Um, so I'm going to let you two decide which you want to watch. So you can decide between yourself. You don't watch one each. You, you've got to decide which, which one we're going to Okay, we've both got to watch the same one. Okay, we're all going to watch the same one. Okay. <laughs> Pearl so, at the ready. Um, the, the, the first one, uh, which was the one I was going to choose, is a series which I've really enjoyed. It. It's on season three now. Um, and it is called Doom Patrol. Um, and it's um, basically for... Oh, fuck. Flip it. We'll go with Doom. We're going to go with Doom Patrol. Why? 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 Because I really do? like it and I want you to watch it. Um, it's It's... It's they're short seasons, or um, and it's basically about four characters um, who are very unlikely superheroes. Um, you've got a woman who is a very, very vain, famous be, um, film actor from the nineteen fifties, um, who's vile and horrible and very, very vain, and she basically um, gets infected by something which makes her skin melt, melt into like a blobby thing. So, you know, she just becomes much every time she gets stressed. You have got <laughs> you've got Brendan Fraser. All right. Who plays and he's put on a lot of weight, that guy, but he plays this vile 80s racing driver. He's sleeping around and all this kind of stuff. And he gets in an accident and basically this all happened in the first 10 minutes of the first episode. Um, he gets his brain put in a robot, and we're like a really old 80s kind of style robot. Uh, you've got a guy who um, has like um, completely burnt, so he's covered in bandages. And you have got um, a, a, a woman who, a young woman who has 80 different personalities in her head and they all come out and have different powers. Um, and uh, Christopher, um, James Bond, not the last one, the one before, what's his name? Not the one after Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton. Pierce Brosnan. That's him. He plays. <laughs> he plays like that. Uh, the guy, the inventor, who brings all these people together. It's really funny. Okay. I started watching season one of that ages ago. Right, um, and you smelled off to you. Well, I just, I just got consumed with other things, so yeah. I don't know. Give how it a go. Give what, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Watching... what uh, channel is it on? Um, it is on right. So it's it's the add-on to Amazon. So it's like two pounds a month, basically. Star plays. Yeah. Oh, Star Place. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 
what so I'm going to say to you. There's some good stuff on there, Deborah, as well. Give yeah. it a what? Give season one a watch because I um, watch season one. If you can go further, go further. Season three is a corker. It's a real, and it's got season three. It's got the Scottish woman from the Green Wing in it. You know the crazy woman. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she. What? Tell, tell me what the other option. What was been. the other? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you because um, because you'll just say you want to do it. Please go on, just tell us, please. Wait, no, I, just, I might just I'm watch all, it anyway. Well, you are going to watch it because you've already mentioned it. It was Afterlife. Um, I was going. Oh, ask. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, but it, I, I've watched Afterlife and it's it's good, but it's it's. I, I want something happy to talk about, really. So, it, okay. yeah, give it a go. I, I'm if holding you can off only on get Afterlife. Season one, do season one, but um, you know, I think it's very funny. Yeah. Okay. And if you hate it, I don't care. We can talk about that too. Cool. Lovely. Right. So uh, I suppose that's it. I'm going to go and watch all these recommendations now. Yeah. Oh, there's some good the girl, telly there. The girl before, yeah. Oh. The girl before. Oh. I'm interested in Anne as well. I'm interested... Please watch oh. it. It's just vital viewing. It's very important to furnish yourself with the real truth. But most importantly, if you do get a few minutes, go on our Facebook page and watch that lovely trumpeteer. Trumpeteer. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Ta-ra! Ta-ra! The song, Ooh, good luck. Good luck. Maybe with you. with you. But for the future, have no fear. There won't be another. Not to treat you like a brother. Someday you'll be sorry. Oh!